welcome to another episode of Heart Work with PBJ, uh, where we are disrupting cycles of burnout for people who do their work from the heart. Um, and you know who you are, especially those of you who are members of this Heart Work community. You are the givers, you are the caretakers, you are the nurturers, you are the counselors, you are the shoulders to lean on. So this space was created to minister to you. We minister to the ministers. We give to the givers. Um, and it is our honor to share with you tonight. Thank you, Christina. I appreciate you. It's good to see you. So tonight we have a special live episode. Um, I'm going to give the official introduction. Um, but before I do that, I want you all to know um, that this woman and I met um, through a training program that we were both a part of. And as soon as I found out the name of her book, I was hooked because it was exactly what I had been praying for and asking God for help for and what I knew I needed, but also what I know so many people need, especially the people in this group. Um, so it is such an honor to have her tonight. So I'm going to do her bio and then we're just going to jump in and have a good conversation. So Shawanda Williams is a speaker author of 30-Day Devotional Rest for the Soul and podcast host of Refreshing the Soul. She is redefining what it means to rest in the modern world. Her writings and messages are inspired from reflections from her personal journey and devotional time spent with God. From battling divorce, insecurities, low self-esteem, and anxiety, she has discovered through her relationship with God rest for her soul. Her passion and purpose is to utilize her experiences and insight to help other souls heal and find rest. Shawanda, welcome to Heart Work with PBJ and Thank to the Heart Work community. We are so excited to have you tonight. I'm so glad to be here, especially to talk to you again, because the last time we talked on that um, episode in May, it was fire. I wanted more of it. I was like, why, why I didn't let this episode go longer? It was so good. It was so good. So I'm just happy we were able to do this again. Um, same space, different time, but I know it's going to be just as good. I know God's going to show up and he's going to say and speak to the heart of the heart work community. So yeah. I'm, I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having well, me. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. So if you would just start by talking to us a little bit about where this message came from, mm -hmm. um, this message of rest for the soul, where did it come from and what does it mean? Okay. Well, you know, the funny thing is I always felt like to have peace and to have, and to be at rest, everything in my life had to be going well. Like I, mm -hmm. I felt like I couldn't have any drama going on. My kids had to have been be behaving, my room, my house clean, um, just being able to relax on a calm beach, quiet. You know, that's what I, I always felt. That was peace. That was rest until one day I'm rushing to get the kids out of the house for school. And I noticed I had like five minutes to get, um, to get them out of the house or I would have to be in a car line. Now, if anybody, any parent know anything about the car line, you know 
There could be some pain and some suffering waiting in that line. So immediately when I saw the time, I was I started getting anxiety and I started getting panic attacks. Like, oh, my God, I got to get out of here. So I hurry up. I'm rushing to um, put the kids um, lunch together. I throw the peanut butter and jelly knife into the dishwasher. And I hear the Holy Spirit say, rest. And it was so out the blue. I was like, uh, did I? I'm like, nah, I didn't hear that. So I, I avoid it. I disregard it. And I start yelling out to the kids. Did you get your, do you have your homework? Do you have your backpack? Did you brush your teeth? Did you do your hair? And they're like, yeah, no, yeah, no. And as soon as I'm done, Holy Spirit waiting right there patiently, he says, rest. And so by this time I'm a little, uh, I'm getting a little irritated. Because I'm like, <laughs> I say out loud, I'm like, Lord, how can I rest when I got to get these kids out of the house for school so I can make it in time to work? And so I get it. I get the kids out of the house for school. I get to work, but I just cannot get that word out of my head. Rest. I was asking myself throughout the whole day, like, why would God tell me to rest during the time where I'm the most busiest? Mm. And I just could not get it out of my head. And I, honestly, Dr. PBJ, I really believe it was the Holy Spirit that brought it back to my remembrance that my pastor did a series on rest a few years ago. And I'm, you know, I'm that I'm one of those girls who like to jot down notes every time the pastor preach. So I'm like, I know I got a journal on this rest. So let me go and find it. I go and find it. And one of the first scripture I run into is Psalms 37 and 7 that says, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret um, of those who prosper in his own way, who bring wicked schemes to pass. And that word rest, Dr. PBJ, means to be still, to be silent, mm -hmm. to quiet self, to die. And so Holy Spirit revealed to me that I wasn't telling you to go to sleep, Shawanda. I wasn't telling you to go and take a nap. I was speaking to that anxiety that was loud in your soul mm -hmm. and telling it to be silent, to be still, to be quiet. Mm -hmm. And that's when I, I got the revelation of rest. And I realized, so there are things that can be going on in our soul that causes us not to be at rest. Yeah. But it also made me realize that I can work. I could get my kids ready for school. I can I could be late. I could be going to work and still be at rest. Mm -hmm. It also meant that I could be in a quiet house, kids doing well in school, no drama in my life and not be at rest if I have jealousy and anxiety in my soul. So I began this journey of Anything that was in me that felt like unrest, that felt like it, a, a trigger to something that didn't align with God, didn't align with peace in my soul, mm -hmm. I checked it. And I began to discover I had insecurities. I had fear. Things through my divorce, though I divorced my husband, insecurities didn't divorce me. Mm. Fear didn't divorce me. It was still in my soul. Found out I had unforgiveness. 17 years of it from my father raising me, not giving me attention. I'm carrying it, still carrying it. And now that I've discovered where rest is, all this stuff starts to come up. Insecurity, fear, um, unworthiness of love. And I noticed, I didn't even, I'm telling you, when this was happening to me, I, I didn't even know this was like a step-by-step um, program that I was developing, but I noticed I would always do these three things. And every time I would do these three things, I was able to come to this place of peace and rest in my soul to where I could be in a situation that 
triggered a placing a broken place in me and I would no longer be triggered anymore. And so those three things, um, I, I would always be honest about what's going on in my soul. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling fear here. I feel insecurity here. And then I would find the root to it and that root. Okay. Why do I feel this? What story am I telling myself of, of how I see myself in this moment? Finding the root. Where did this come from? Who told me this? Mm -hmm. And then I would uproot it. I'm like, okay, I know that this is anxiety. This is coming from a place of anxiousness. Now, what does God's word have to say about anxiety? So mm -hmm. I would find scriptures on that. So whatever the thing that came up, I would find the root to, I would be honest, I would find the root to it, and then I would uproot it with God's word. And I would consistently do it over and over and over again until like there was this rest and this peace. So when I was, if I'm running late to get the kids out of school, there was no, there was no anxiety anymore in my soul because I came to a place of understanding that true rest and true peace is, is found in the soul. I can be mm -hmm. in any circumstance, but be in a place of, of calmness, of stillness with God because of knowing who I am, getting the right perspective and getting God's truth down on the inside of me. So that's how the book came about. Yeah. And that's how the podcast came about. And that's why I'm, I'm here today and I'm still doing it. I'm still doing it. <laughs> oh, I, I love I love that what you teach in this book, Rest for the Soul, the, the, the 30 day devotional, what mm. you teach on your podcast and even what you just said just now. Mm. Really, my rest has nothing to do with the environment around me. That's it. All of my life, I mm -hmm. thought that the things around me had to be in order and had right. to be a certain way in order for me to experience rest. And mm -hmm. what that does is that causes me to give my rest away because I can't control the colleague. I can't control the right. boss. I can't control the environment. You can't control the kids sometimes. Right. So then you 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 get into this place where you feel like you can't be at rest mm. because you can't control the external. But right. everything you just said, Shawanda, mm. was about inside. Yes. What's yes. in me. So I heard you say, regardless of the situation outside, mm -hmm. you were addressing what yes. was on the inside of you. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And so many times I think that when we feel um, just even let's say jealousy, let's say jealousy, for instance, when I feel jealousy or I feel threatened by how another woman looked, mm. we will try to put peace in a place in our soul in that area by gossiping about her girl you see what she got on she thinks she cute so you're trying to you're that's your um that's your um what, what's the word it's a, a a your um kind of like a fake piece this 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 altered piece that you are trying to find for your soul because somewhere in you you feeling threatened by how someone else looks and so what I would do is, is finding the place of, okay, let me come to an honest place. Let me be honest. I, I'm feeling jealousy. Mm. I feel like that person looks better than me. Or I'm feeling fear here. It's making me feel a certain way. Just come to an honest place and then say, okay, let me deal with this root. Why do I feel this way? Yes. What, does, what am I saying to myself? How am I thinking about myself? What's the perspective that I have in myself? And I would and go to the I would go to the extent of saying, 
where did this come from? Where do, where can I remember, even in my childhood, ever first feeling this way, where mm -hmm. I was threatened by how someone else looked or, or threatened by myself not feeling worthy enough? And I think once you start getting to the root of jealousy, because jealousy is not a root, there's something on the inside of you that's feeling um, a need to compare, a need to be validated. And sometimes by invalidating others, we are validating ourselves. But it's, 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 it's a phony piece, it's a phony rest, and we stay in the same cycle, never addressing what's really going on in our soul. Mm -hmm. And once we find out, okay, it's the way that I'm seeing myself. Now, let me let me get in God's word to find the truth of how I should see myself. So when we can pause, you know, resting, it's good to take the vacation. It's good to take the time away to, to rest the body. But we need to do the same thing for our soul. When we pause and we can pull away and say, what is this thing that's going on in my soul? Let me, let me, I feel I'm the truth. It's just you and God. You can be honest. I, I'm jealous. Take the time to pause and, and check that thing that's checking that you can feel a check. You feel when something Come on. Take the time to, to sit with God and say, help me discover what is this root? What, how can I uproot this place? Because I don't want to feel this way. And, yeah. and one thing I want to encourage your community too is just um, it's not overnight. Rest. You, one of the definitions of rest is to die. And Paul said, I die daily. So that means I have to get up intentionally and choose rest every day. There are things that I have to die to daily. There are things that need to be put at rest in my soul daily. So just as sure I, I put God's word on it one day, I can wake up with that same fear, that same jealous emotion the next day. But that is okay. Be patient with yourself in the process. Continue to put God's truth on, on, your, on that word, in that area in your life. So... Girl, no. we're going, we're going, we're going. No, I, I love it. I love it because I want you to talk more about, um, in, in the devotional, you talk about rest being to be still. You talk about rest being to die. You mm. talk about rest being to be dumb. Right. Oh, yes. And it's when you when you read these things, like, wait a minute now, what what does this mean? So can we just walk? Can we walk through those? Um, yeah. And y'all need to go get the book. So we're not going to give you everything tonight. <laughs> so yeah. talk to us when you say what rest is, according mm -hmm. to the word. What what is it with the stillness, with the silence, with this die, with to be dumb? Right. Like, yeah. That is not how we understand rest. We understand rest as taking a nap. Yes. Yes. Well, so again, anxiety, um, even in that situation with me getting ready in the morning, anxiety was so loud in my soul that it was moving me to move fast, to um, panic, to get, you know, get out of there. And it was causing me to be overwhelmed the way I was snapping at my kids. So a lot of times we can be loud with anxiety. We can be loud with fear. And when we don't put those things to rest, Meaning rest, we have to, we can actually, it's, it's where anxiety is silent, it's just, it's quiet, it's not loud, meaning it's not leading me, it's not over the voice of God, it's not yeah. over the voice of peace that I could have in that moment. 
But when anxiety is loud in me and I'm rushing and I'm trying to get out and I'm panicking and I'm, I'm frustrated, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I have a, this low tolerance for, for my kids and I'm, I'm just coming off at the mouth like, hey, y'all got to hurry up. Whatever. Yeah. When anxiety will push you into a place of where you have unrest and now you're disturbing your atmosphere. You're disturbing your environment. And so as much as we want to keep the environment at, at peace, when we yeah. learn to silence the thing that is going on that's loud in us, when we can be silent, guess what? Now you can walk into a room with peace and that room has to be at peace. It yeah. starts here in the soul and that's, that's being silent. Okay. So I feel anxiety right now. Okay. It's, this is too loud, God. So help me God in this place to silence the anxiety. And I silence it by the word of God. We mm-hmm. find rest by the word of God. So mm-hmm. anxiety is loud. Um, fear can be loud. Um, our insecurities can be loud. Um, our wounds can be loud. Hurt mm-hmm. can be loud because of what we we fear being hurt again. So it causes us to um, be in a place where we're not our full selves. We don't show up. So it's like being honest in the place of this. This is this this is going on in my soul. I don't want it to be so loud that I I'm not following the voice of God. Yeah. I'm not doing. I'm not being who I'm really created to be. So that's that's the now that's being um, that's being silent. Um, being still, you know, I talk about Elijah and that devotion. How when Elijah um, he was, you know, he was killing the prophets and those who were against God until he heard that um, um, uh, the king's wife was going to kill him, was going to kill him because what she was doing, and he got afraid. So here, fear. He's triggered by a threat. And he feels fear and fear causes him to run. Right. So he because he didn't instill that fear, he could have stilled that fear with no, I'm doing God's work. I know what I felt, what I heard is scary, but I'm not going to let it enter the place of where there is peace and rest and what I know God called me to do. And there may be some people on here right now where you're in your calling. You're doing what God called you to do. But there are things you may be triggered by. There may be things that you're hearing. There may be things that maybe you're not seeing come to pass. And maybe there's fear there. You have, one, the power to still the fear. The fear has to be still. Mm-hmm. Don't let it move you. It'll, let it, it'll cause us to move us to run out of relationships when it gets when it gets um, to um, maybe intimate, maybe you've been hurt before. Fear will cause you to run, move from church to church when when the preacher talking to the. But it's it, you have to still the fear. And again, it's hearing God's voice above it, above yes. it. God, I feel afraid. I'm scared. But what what are you saying in this moment? What are you saying for me to do? I want your voice to be louder. I want to move. Um, Paul says, in you, I, I, have, I, I, I live and I, I move and I have my being. Meaning it's not in fear. That, that, doesn't, move, that doesn't move me. I may feel it, but I've, I've learned how to be at rest and be in God and, and move with him. So in that, Elijah ran. <laughs> Elijah ran and God spoke to him in a what? A still small voice. God is not in a rush. He's not in a hurry. He is very calm. He is, he is, he is the rest 
to our souls. He's, he is the peace to your weariness. He is the calm to your anxiety, to your fear. If we could just get in a, in a place to be still, we can hear him over the fear. And then fear will not move you. Can, I need to read this. I need to read this. In your devotional, you said, what is not still within us will eventually move us out of alignment of God's will for our life. Uh So when you refer back to what happened to Elijah, so Jezebel was after him Uh and she meant it. So it was a real threat. It was a real threat. She was after him. Uh And that thing that caused him to let go of his stillness was the fear because of the real threat. And I I know, I believe that in this community of heart workers, there are people um, who are around us at work or at home or wherever, maybe even in your own family, where the threat is real or the ugliness is real or the abuse is real. There's There's a real attack Whatever that attack may be, but Mm -hmm. this rest that you're talking about, Shawanda, Mm -hmm. this stillness, that stop of not even dealing with where the threat is coming from. Right. Not even dealing with them, but going to the father, going to our creator to say, I am afraid or I am frustrated or I am disappointed or I am hurt. Whatever that thing is on the inside of you to acknowledge that to him and to use his word to speak to that thing, to bring stillness to your spirit. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And, and and that actually, that brings me to that, the next, that next definition of rest, which is the quiet self. And I mentioned that how, like, sometimes we really do have to get in a quiet place, Mm -hmm. um, shutting yourself away, um, I, oftentimes when I'm at work and I could be feeling things or even when I'm not like I practice rest, I practice going out to the parking lot. Yeah. I stand by this tree and I just talk to God. Like I got to get away. Sometimes you got to get away from it all so you can hear what God is, God is saying. And it's OK to do that. You know, whether you're at your job, it's OK to do that on a vacation. Um, it's something, though, I, I really recommend practicing getting to a quiet place to even hear what is going on in my soul. Mm. Let me be honest. Do I feel fear? OK, fear is here. And just like you said, let me acknowledge this and give it to God. Don't let me not try to go and do and 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 put a, a bandage over it and try to do something to fix it so that I don't get hurt or so I don't get overwhelmed by it. No, let me go to God and hear what he has to say. And, you know, I, I was actually recently just in a uh, a situation and I'm one day I'm telling you I'm going to express it all what God is like doing in me. But there are fears that I realized that I've had for over 20 years. And there's some things that we have dealt with where, you know, fear doesn't it it doesn't feel like fear because it's been rooted in you for so long. You don't don't feel the you know, fear is it it is an emotion where you feel where you can feel threatened or feeling danger. But what about the fear that becomes a place, Mm. a place you live out of? a place you operate out of. And fear became a a place for me because I was in it for so long and I lived there. And God is, um, God wants us to have rest in our souls. So he, when I go, now that I know to go to him, when I felt 
um, a place of where I, I would normally run. Hear what I'm saying? I would normally run. I'm like, uh-uh, this, this is time for me to go. I normally run. I, I've, I've practiced going to God about every, anything that I feel, anything. I'm, so I went to God in it. Mm-hmm. And where I would normally run, God told me, stay put. Don't go anywhere. But God, this hurts. This is painful. I want to get out of this. I know you do. But I want you to experience my peace. Mm-hmm. My peace. You can actually have peace in pain. I can what? I can feel uncomfortable and but still be at peace. I can feel pain here, but this is so uncomfortable. I don't want to feel this. No, but see, you keep running and you're never experiencing true rest. You're going to find you're you're trying to go find your rest. My rest says again, you can be in it. But we some of we won't we won't stay there long enough. We we become God. We become our own protection. We become sovereign over our life. And God is like, I'm trying to show you my rest. I'm trying to show you my peace. My peace says, I'm going to carry you. That's what God told, told me. I know that you fear. I know what you feel. But I can carry you in this place. You need to see who you really are on the other side of this thing. Come on. You've been living out of this place for a long time that you have not seen who you are when you actually when you actually remain on your two feet and let let me guide you through this place. And so I I, I mean that's my heart for people to um get that revelation of rest, yeah. but to go to God in every single thing. God, what are you saying? I want to give you the details of my life. Is this how you want me to move? Mm. Is this what you want me to do? I, I, I heard this thing and it's making me want to do this. Drop to your knees. God, what are you saying? And I'm telling you, whatever God says, it's going to always lead you to a place of peace. It will always lead you to a pace, place of wholeness. No, it doesn't feel good all the time. No, there, there, there are some seasons where you're gonna feel you're gonna feel the pressure, but God will carry you through it. Listen, <laughs> talk talk to us about how to make that transition to become aware of what's mm. going on in our soul. I, I see somebody commented, what is going on in my soul? They asked mm. the question. Mm-hmm. Um, and somebody else said, God, what are you saying? Yeah. How do we become, because it really does sound like you've, you've grown to a place that you can connect and identify what's mm-hmm. going on in your soul. Mm-hmm. But when we are caught and busy yeah. and we are caught in this modern culture, sometimes mm-hmm. it's difficult to yeah. hear or acknowledge or be aware of. So talk about how to become more aware of what's that's, going on in our soul. That's so good. And actually, it's, it's, I think it's really starting off with what you, you just said in the comments. It's just asking God. What are you what are you saying? What's going on in my soul, God? You show me what's here because I'm I'm busy. I don't know what's going on with me. Mm-hmm. If that's where you're at and you're not aware, if that and maybe that's your your honest place. Your mm-hmm. honest place of starting off with being honest is God, I want to know if there is something going on in my soul that I'm not aware of that I need where I need help at. You can start there, number one. Now, I would say, um, it, it also it comes back to relationship, yeah. you know, um, to rest 
to, to rest in something it, it is to have trust in something. Mm-hmm. Right. And if yeah. you think about the um, that trust fall where you um, lean, you, you fall back and when you fall back. Now, if you fall back the right way, I, I've never done it right because I've always tried to brace myself in my <laughs> case, you know, even with the people I say I trust. I'm like, oh, I don't know. But it's that place of it where I no longer have to brace because I know the person behind me will catch me. Mm-hmm. And if to find rest and even to become aware of it is is to be um, aware of God, aware of God in your life and who he is in your life. Like, mm-hmm. And to, to grow and to trust him is to have relationship with him. Mm. And so honestly, it, for me, it it came about with just my relationship with God, mm. wanting to know who he was and who, who he was calling me to be. Like I began to get just, first of all, my relationship with him started off with just getting into his word mm. and, and him revealing stuff in his word. I was blown away about it, got addicted to him. Like, oh my God, I know I could talk to God like this. And from that, I gained a, a trust in him. Yeah. He just started, he just started showing himself, revealing himself to me in my life. And I began to trust God. So I would say, if you're in a place where you really don't know God, Mm-hmm. But you want to know these things? I'm telling you, as you just start off with having a relationship with him, saying coming to him and say, "Hey, God, I don't, I don't know you that well, but I want to get to know you because I want to know me." God mm-hmm. will, over time, He will reveal those things to you. Um, mm-hmm. I would say relationship, and then also, I believe too that um, there are things that we know we deal with. That if we're on, if, that's what I said. The first stage is always being honest. Like, there are things that you know that you you fear. You know, it's just you you haven't been intentional to take the time to stop. So it's it really comes down to a choice. Yes. Do you just as Jesus asked the man, do you want to be whole? Do you want rest? Do you want it? Okay, you want it. Great. Now let's be intentional of tomorrow. Tonight, if, if the things that I know that I'm dealing with, mm-hmm. let me be honest with God with that. And I'm telling you, once you, just start with the one with one thing. Everything else you will start to become more sensitive to. You'll be like, oh, this is not rest. It yeah. started for me again, anxiety. Then everything else started to come about because yeah. I was intentional about the one thing and aware about the one thing. The other things started to come. So I say, be honest with God with the one thing. What is the thing that you feel in your heart that you don't have rest? Mm-hmm. I fear the rejection of people whenever or you fear standing up for yourself or or you get anxiety when you have to speak or whatever it is. No, no nothing is too small for God. Start mm-hmm. somewhere with one thing. And yeah. then I say, go through those stages. Be honest. You know, I write it down. Be honest. Talk about it. I feel I feel fear when da 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 da. Then, hey, find a root. Why do I feel this way? What do I? What am I believing about myself in this instant? How do I see myself? And then, what does God's word say about it? Okay, this is what God's word say about it. I'm going to intentionally post this 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 scripture up on my desk. Yes. I'm going to meditate on it every day. It's going to be the word that I'm going to keep, continue to speak in my heart. I'm going to find songs around it. Like I'm going to intentionally um, use God's word to uproot this place. And yes. I'm telling you, as you're intentional with it, and you start to see a change, you're going to be like, okay, what's oh, I feel this. Okay, 
let me do let me do something about this. Go on, yeah. on to the next thing. So I say one, be honest, ask God, is there anything? Is there anything that I need to know about myself? Mm-hmm. David said, Hey, examine my heart. Yes. Tell me God. Two, I say it's it, it all stems to your relationship. You have to trust God. You can't rest in something you don't trust. Yeah. And then three, pick the thing, pick one thing, one thing that you know in your heart that you deal with right now that mm-hmm. does not line up with peace. You know there's no peace here. Use that, test that out, talk to God about that, find yeah. the root, and then uproot it. Absolutely. And I would say for anyone who is learning this journey, um, for anyone um, who is just getting to know God or seeking rest or seeking peace for your soul, again, and this is just not a promo um, because I don't believe in that. But I know what works. I know what's real. Um, and in this devotional, Shawanda leads us to with a scripture. And then you write the scripture. And then you talk about what comes alive to you from that scripture. And then what you feel God is saying to you through that scripture. And then there's always a song as well, which is always near and dear to my heart. Because I know that my I know my soul is okay when my spirit is singing. Um, mm-hmm. That's one of that's one of my signs. I know I'm well. So if you are new to this journey, this 30 day devotional is going to help you out with that. I do have to ask you this question before we close tonight. Mm-hmm. So in your podcast, Refreshing the Soul, mm-hmm. um, you talk about going from self-care to soul care. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I do believe that we're in a place now that self-care is, is a hot thing, right? Because yeah. oh, through yeah. COVID and that kind of thing. But I think we misunderstand self-care mm-hmm. um, and what really needs to be done. So what do you mean um, when you talk about soul care? What is soul mm-hmm. care? So, you know, and it kind of goes back to how we try to, we can try to find peace and all these different things. You know, if I'm not feeling good about myself, let me go get my nails done. Let me, you know, get my hair done. I'm doing all this. But if I'm never dealing with, maybe I'm not feeling good about myself because I have this unworthiness of love. Mm. I don't feel, I don't feel worthy of love. And so because of that, I, I can do all these different things to um, grab the attention of, of people, to, to validate the, the void in me that wants love. So even though I got my nails done, I got my hair done, I got a massage, I'm taking care of self, but I'm not really taking care of my soul. So mm-hmm. am I really taking care of myself? Am I really loving myself if I'm allowing my soul to live with the unworthiness of love, to live with unforgiveness? Am I really? Oh, and, and what's sad? And I'm going to tell you, even for me, I thought that that was the way I had to live. I didn't know that I could have peace like this. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that I can actually live or even be transformed from a place of where I've always dealt with insecurities and be in a place of where I can be confident in myself and love myself and not feel like I have to put on or be someone else to make someone else happy. I thought that that was always the place that had to be and everything else was about the nails and wearing a cute outfit, you know, and it's like, no, soul care is self-care. I got to take care of my soul. And guess what? When I take care of my soul, when I see that I, I'm I, I'm already loved. I don't even say that you're just worthy to be loved. You're already loved. Already loved. When you can get that down in your soul, a new that's a new perspective. That's a new way of thinking. I'm 
I'm going to get my nails done. I'm yeah. going to take care of self. I'm going to do those things. And now it's not from a place of trying to get validation or looks or attention, but it's from a place because I love myself. God yeah. loves me. So I'm going to love myself. So I think we have to, we, we, we can't just talk about self-care, self-care, self-care. No, soul care is self-care. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. You, you looking good on the outside, but you ugly on the inside. You're, you're dying on the inside. I'm not taking care of self. You take care of your soul. I'm not saying you don't, don't take care of yourself, but take care of your soul. Love yourself. Love your yeah. soul. Don't allow yourself to stay in a broken place. You, why do that to your soul? God loves you. He doesn't want us to be there. And he doesn't want you to think that that's the, that's the place that you have to live. No, his son came so you can have life and life more abundantly. That's, more abundantly. That, more abundant, that's Zoe life. Life more abundantly is peace in my soul. I, yeah, I can have all these things. I can make the money, all this. But to have peace and be able to enjoy where I'm at, to be able to enjoy life, that's Zoe life. That's something that has 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 changed. Something has um I, that I have rooted in my soul. I have rest. I have peace somewhere in my soul to be able to now enjoy life. Yes, that's soul care, and it radiates. Mm. It shines from you. Somebody was saying yeah. the outer is groomed, but the inner is raggedy, and everybody can still see it. Your nails can be done. Your hair can be trimmed, <laughs> but if your inside is broken, everybody can see it. Your yeah. wounds are showing. Yes, the wounds yes. are showing. But when you start from the inside out and you deal with that soul, and and what I what I what I got from the devotional, but also what I hear you talking about on the podcast, because um. Cause you you get me sometimes, sis. Like I was a little upset with you when I listened to that episode on the con- controlling soul. Oh yeah. Um, and you told me that uh, control is fake peace. I I, I didn't appreciate that. I didn't, I didn't appreciate you calling me out in front of all the people. But it's the truth. Yeah. It's the truth. Yeah. So what I what I gather from what you teach mm-hmm. is we're doing the work. That's it. That's we're it. doing soul work. work. We're doing soul work. We're That's doing soul work. Yes. Like we're not out here trying to fake, trying to floss, trying to be something that we are not. Mm-hmm. But we are doing the work and the yeah. result or the fruit or the harvest mm-hmm. of doing the soul work is everything else falls into place. Yes. Everything yeah. else falls into alignment. People that are mm-hmm. out of order can't even be in your space anymore. They can't mm-hmm. even be around you. They can't be close to you because you've done the work. Right, right, right. And you're not doing it alone. God yeah. is with you at every step. Amen. God is loving you. He is patient with you. And that's one thing I had to learn because I had became a person like, oh, that's there. I got to do something like that. Oh, that's there. And, and God's like, no, listen, I know your soul so well. I know what what you need to deal with right here so you can deal with this. And so God, you're not you. God will um, grace you and will um, be patient with you. And so I would say that's why you have to. This all is with God. This work yeah. is with God. Allow him to be on this journey and lead you into and take and take your time like you will get there do not be hard on yourself god he knows what you, he knows what you need yeah you're not going to work alone oh, he's right so there good. with you that's Mm-mm. so good and you know what sis he does the work 
Yeah. We that's just it. give him the invitation. Yes. Yes. We give him the invitation yes. and he does the work. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. How in the world will, can <laughs> the heart workers learn more? How can they hear more? Where are all the places um, that they can learn more about rest for the soul and refreshing the soul? Yeah, I mean, um, one, I would definitely say wherever you listen to podcasts, um, download the podcast, Refreshing the Soul. It's um, it's up every Monday. I have a new episode every month. Um, we're talking about whatever's weighty or heavy in the soul and how you can come to a place of rest and refreshing. That actually meant that actually means rest, rest um, in Matthew eleven twenty eight, which is what the po- podcast is founded on. Um, it says, come to me, all who are heavy and laden, and I will give you rest for your what? For your soul, and that rest is refreshing. So he said, "I will give you a refreshing for your soul." So each month on the podcast, we talk about um, a, a certain topic. Fear is fear this month. Refreshing the fearful soul, and um, you can definitely download that. Um, each episode, I think, is a is a blessing. It's um, revelation to me. It's usually where I'm at, so I'm just telling y'all where I'm at and what God's telling me. Um, but yeah, I would say definitely check out the podcast. Um, I'm on Instagram at I am Shawanda Williams, Facebook, Shawanda Williams, um, and YouTube, Shawanda Williams. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> now you got to tell the people about the version Bible. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Now. You got to tell the people the about thing. the devotional. You know what's so funny? Last year, when my when I um, published my devotional, I... Um, I did it. I did an application on Uversion Bible app to submit my devotion. And I just said, I was like, God, if, if you want this to come to pass, it'll come to pass. Like I was at rest. Like I wasn't trying to jump ahead of God. I wasn't getting anxious over it. I'm like, I'm submitting to God, but it's in your timing and your will. And a year later, they reached out to me and they um, requested for my um my devotional to be on their um, Bible app. So I'm on Version Bible app under rest for the soul. It's the first five days of the 30 day devotional that's on the Bible app. So I'm so excited. I mean, uh, thousands of people have already completed the plan. Um, so I definitely say check out Version Bible app. I think it says Holy Bible uh, once you download it and go to new plans and type in rest for the soul and I will be there. <laughs> oh, it's so wonderful. It's yeah. so wonderful. I hope that you all know, and, and by now you know me if you're in this community, um, but you know the foundation of everything that I am um, is the word of God um, mm-hmm. and, and Christ and him crucified and him resurrected in the power of him. Um, so mm-hmm. anytime I can connect with another sister, another brother, another person in Christ mm-hmm. to share with you and, and not just anybody, but I know what time it is. I know there are many educators in this group and you're thinking about your students coming back and going back to school. Some of you have already gone back to school and you're in the swing of things. And even if you're not an educator, the work that you all do as heart workers cost you something. Mm. This work costs you something. And if we're not careful, we'll expend everything that we have without replenishing and without putting back in. So I 
hope. And I pray that you all will take this in tonight, that you'll apply it to your life, that you will get the devotional, the 30-day devotional from Amazon, or you'll go to Version Bible and get the five-day devotional because it will bless you. Mm-hmm. It will, it will bless you. And um, this is not really something that I've done, but I feel led to do this tonight. I feel led to pray for you all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been kind of wrestling with it, but I'm not going to wrestle. I'm just going to do it because somebody needs it. Amen. Um, and I want you to know that I pray for you all the time, but we don't do this live, but we're going to do it tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, so before we close, let us pray. Um, Father God, we just bless you for this time. We bless you for this opportunity to learn more about rest and your desire for us to rest. And God, I ask that you would bring rest into the lives of all of the heart workers, God, those who are in this community, those who may join later, those who follow Shawanda, God, all of our brothers and sisters, I ask that you would give a supernatural rest, Lord God, that you would teach us what rest really is and you would empower us to seek that rest through your spirit. God, I pray that you would bring silence to anxiety. I pray that you would bring stillness to frustration. Father, I pray that anything that is in us that is distracting us, disrupting us, interrupting, God, what you've called us to do, we give it to you tonight, Lord God, and we ask you to take it away from us, Father. I pray, Lord, that you would supply every need, whether that be spiritual, emotional, physically, Lord God, that you would supply every need, that you would give us creative solutions, that you would give us open doors, Lord God. But Mm -hmm. most of all, that we would know Jesus Christ as Savior, Father. I pray now for every person who's listening now or recording, Lord God, I pray that you would be God in their lives. Have your way. Bless Sharonda for for sharing with us tonight, Lord God. Mm -hmm. And God, open every door every door, open every door. And we thank you for it now. All these things we ask in Jesus name. Amen. 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 So as always, you all know that you are powerful. You are significant. Mm -hmm. You are loved and rest belongs to you. Mm -hmm. Love always. PBJ.